Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain, Shenandoah River. Life is old there, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads, take me home. Ooh, gotta like that version. That is Olivia Newton-John, the late Olivia Newton-John, with her version of Country Roads Take Me Home, and that leads us into our next guest, as promised, the outstanding voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers, our good friend Tony Caridi joins us. Welcome to you. How you doing today? I'm wonderful, J-Mo. How are you? Very good. Very good. Uh, better with the win, but, uh, well, you might could say the same thing right now, huh? Yeah, I... Uh... It is a little dark here at 0-3 uh, on both sides, and uh, what we've been talking about this week is that, you know, at the end of Wednesday, someone's going to be 0-4, and, and someone's going to be 1-3, and and someone's going to go, okay, uh, we may have dropped the first three, but we've turned this thing, and now we've got something to build on, and someone's going to go, oh, my goodness, we're 0-4. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's early in the league season, but it's, at the same point, it's still extremely important. You guys have played uh, on the road at Kansas State, on the road at Oklahoma State, and then Kansas at home this past Saturday. Um, so we've got one common opponent there in K-State. But uh, tell me if you agree, it's unbelievable, again, how good this league is and how difficult it is to win games. Yeah, I think that fans might be getting tired of us saying that, mm-hmm. and the the reality of it is that it is. And, you know, if you don't wear – uh, you know, green and gold, and you don't wear blue and gold, you might be saying, well, you guys are looking at it from your perspective, and you've got a dog in the fight. But, you know, all you have to do is look at the computer and the independent voice, right? And we use Ken Pomeroy a lot, KenPom.com. And before league play started, you know, he had the 10 teams in the league at 52 and up. And so it's, you know, it's just not us saying it. It's the reality of it that fortunately for the league, um, this is just an extremely competitive conference and the best conference in the country, but it doesn't have any emotion. It really doesn't care, um, you know, (laughs) it doesn't care about your feelings. So uh, night in and night out, uh, someone's going to win, someone's going to lose, and it's going to be hard every single time you go out and play. Yeah, definitely, including uh, tomorrow night in Morgantown, Baylor in West Virginia. I want to talk about that game and, and get your thoughts on your team, but what you think of that uh, national championship game last night? Football. Ouch. ouch <laughs> That's ouch, the word. Ouch. Yeah, so it's 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 bad. Um, the way that it had to play out there uh, for TCU, I've, I've unfortunately been on both ends of it. Um, you know, we won a bowl game, John, against Clemson uh, several years back now in the Orange Bowl and put 70 up on them. Yep. And so been there from that perspective. I've also, you know, been in a, in a Sugar Bowl game against Florida many moons ago when we went undefeated and they rolled us, and uh, we scored the first possession, seven points, and he said, okay, and then I think it was in the 40s uh, that that Florida finished with. So uh, it's no fun when you have a season like TCU did to have it end that way, but at the same time, um, I think that you know what they were able to accomplish during the course of the season is something that they'll never forget, and you just unfortunate, but that's just kind of the way the ball proverbially bounces. You're a good person to ask this question. We're, uh, you know, very close to TCU, obviously, in Fort Worth. And, you know, one of our biggest rivals at, at, at in TCU, 
Um, how do you look at it from a Big 12 perspective, the Big 12 getting a team in the playoff, getting them to the championship game, but then losing like that? Well, I, I think what you have to do is say they beat Michigan, right? Right, right. And I think that that's what you go off of because, I, you know, there's a lot of people that are going to take shots here and say, oh, my goodness, the Big 12, what were they doing there? Why were they involved in that? They should have never been there. No, they earned the right to be there because they beat the Big Ten champion, right? And so, to me, that's what I would take from that, and that's what you lay your hat on. Was it a superb Georgia performance? Yes, and is that you know is that the um, the best day that TCU had on the field this year? Absolutely not. So you go with what you did, and that's the long and the short of it. Gotcha, Tony Caridi, our guest, voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers, uh, back to basketball now. And you guys uh, have uh, carved a ten and five record. We talked about zero and three. Uh, as I look at your roster, there are uh, there are a lot of new names, a lot of new faces. One returning name in Emmett Matthews. Yeah, so the transfer portal taketh, the transfer portal sometime taketh, giveth, taketh. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So for Baylor fans that follow closely, um, you may remember that name. So Emmett was with us for three seasons and then left and went to Washington, his home state, played for the University of Washington last season, and then came back. And in coming back, he was able to graduate here last month, and his sister goes to school here as well. And so he and his sister were both be able to graduate on the same day. Oh, nice. And, yeah, so I'm delighted um, that he decided to come back because he's a really good kid and really happy that he's going to be able to end his career here. He's had a really good college career. He scored over a thousand points. He's got over 500 rebounds and uh, really, really happy for him. So uh, he's, he is a familiar face that is back. But other than that, um, you know, we have nine or 10 uh, new guys in this world of the portal. And, uh, you know, Baylor fans may remember Trey Mitchell played last season at Texas uh, before departing there. So he's here. Um, so it's it's the new world, dude, of college basketball. And, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? You've got one of ours. Yeah, right. And <laughs> Jalen Bridges. Uh, you got Dale Bonner off the portal a couple of years ago, and he was at Fairmont State, which is 20 minutes away from West Virginia University. So um, sometimes, J-Mo, I just sit here and just shake my head at what this thing has become. I, um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and play grumpy old man and say I don't like it. But what I what I do say is that this is basically in the summer. You know, I don't know if Baylor ever puts a team out there, but they have the uh, the TBT right. where teams put it, players put teams together for a million bucks, winner take all. This is basically four month TBT. Um, that's that's what college basketball yeah, is nowadays. That's a good point. Uh, and I'm serious. I mean, it's yeah. like forget about development. Like forget about our teams that we've watched through the years. Where West Virginia's had some teams that came in, and we watched them go freshman, sophomore, junior, and get better, 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 and then have a great run. That uh, was in the John Beeline era. Uh, that we had that, and that's done. And I know that Scott, Drew, and staff have done a really wonderful job through the years of building teams up, but that's gone. And so you portal this thing and you put your TBT team together for the school year. And then you just hope that uh, you're able to have another good year in the portal and you try to put your best team out there. Yeah, that's very well said. Uh, And I can only imagine uh, Coach Huggins 
in his 41st year coaching college basketball, you know, adapting to this? How, how does he handle this? He didn't handle it well uh, when it first started. Uh, didn't want to deal with it and has finally come around and uh, just realizes that if you don't, then you don't have any shot. And so um, this year, you know, they made their biggest move into the portal. And, uh, you know, we got Emmett back, as we mentioned. We got Trey Mitchell from Texas. We've got um, Eric Stevenson, who's our leading scorer, who came from South Carolina. Um, it's his fourth school. We played against him when he was at Wichita. He's played at Washington, Wichita, and most recently, South Carolina. Um, I'm just trying to think out loud. I don't have my roster in front of me. We just, you know, we just picked up guys and a couple of returners, you know, and Kedrian Johnson's back, Kobe Johnson and Seth Wilson, our kids that were freshmen last year, they've stayed and they're sophomores. Uh, we went um, to a junior college to pick up a, a kid named Muhammad Wagi. We went to a junior college and picked up our starting center in Jimmy Bell. So uh, I think Hugs has embraced it. Uh, he used to do it this way back in his Cincinnati days where he leaned heavily in the junior college ranks. And now instead of JC's as your independent primary source, now you go to power fives and you take guys off of the portal. So can that be done? Yeah, it can be done. It's just going to be done differently. And, um, you know, at this point, we got off to a good start. You know, we were ranked for a week there uh, before we started league play. And, uh, and we lost two games that we shouldn't have lost. Um, we lost to K-State and shouldn't have lost. Lost to Oak State and shouldn't have lost. But woulda, coulda, shoulda get you nothing <laughs> in this league. Uh, the losses were self-inflicted. Uh, we missed 18 foul shots, committed 21 turnovers at K-State, and then against Oklahoma State, uh, dug a hole, came back, took the lead, and couldn't finish. And so they're very, very frustrating. And then in the most recent game against Kansas, uh, they're just better. And I think they're better than all the other nine schools are in the league, but that doesn't mean that you can't beat them. But West Virginia didn't play well enough to win on Saturday. Tony, tell me from your perspective about Jalen Bridges. You know, he, he is one of those that we talk about. You know, the portal giveth and the portal taketh away. And, and Jalen came from West Virginia here to Baylor. And I got to tell you, he has fit in well here. I mean, he has, uh, you know, he's a good fit for Baylor. Uh, and I don't know the circumstances, you know, that led him to leave. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is I'm glad he's here. And I hope there's no bad blood as he comes back, you know, to play you guys tomorrow night. Well, no, he's a good kid. I think we may have talked when he transferred, and I, and I told you the same exact thing. He, he's a really good, and I call him kids. He's a he's a mm -hmm. good young man. Um, I, I'm so old that I did his dad's high school games. Um, <laughs> as I said, he's from Fairmont. You know, he's from Fairmont. So, uh, you know, I, and I watched Jalen play in high school as well. And so, you know, the exact reasons why, don't know. Um, will he be treated nicely here? Uh, no. Right. Um, there'll, be, there'll, be a, there'll be a ton of booze. I mean, they boo kids that aren't from here. Right. <laughs> so, you know, every game, obviously, I think a lot of schools do it. I don't know if you guys do it or not, or your students, but, you know, they pick a kid to boo yeah. every time he touches the ball. Yeah. So um, that happens whether you're from Fairmont or whether you're from wherever. They try to focus on one player. And so he's going to get it. And, you know, 
that's just the lay of the land and how he responds to that you know remains to be seen but it it, it's going to be easy as i said he's a really nice player um did a lot of nice things when he was here and obviously i can see you know he's he's had some moments for you guys um this season so um you know it's difficult i i I don't feel i feel for him coming in here because it's just not it's just not fun no matter who you are or where you've been every time you touch it to hear it but that's what it's going to be yeah and he's probably ready for that he he's seen it from from your side so he's probably ready uh and to a lesser extent dale bonner you know transferred to baylor from uh from fairmont state and i tell you what he has turned into a really nice player for us and a real lockdown defender yeah, you know, it's amazing because um, at the start of last year when we were in football season, you know, I asked your folks, um, hey, what's going on with Dale? And they said at that time, well, it looks like he's going to just kind of get a feel this year, probably redshirt him. <laughs> and, and, and then he went and played well. Yeah. And obviously that worked really well. So, yeah, that, we're, we're thrilled. We used to watch him. Um, the, the league is called the Mountain East Conference, MEC, uh, that he played in at Fairmont State. And we have involvement with that. Our company has involvement with that. We do their championship games and their tournament. And so we knew all about him. And uh, that's a great, great story that he was able to go from, you know, Fairmont State uh, to there and, and play well. And there's a couple of kids that left um, a school in the MEC this year. Wheel, uh, West Liberty is the is the is the big dog in that league. They they play at the at the highest level and they play for you know they've competed for the national championship and they've got two guys now at the College of Charleston that went down there and they're they're playing big time basketball and they're nationally ranked and they're averaging double figures. So it's been a really really good league and Dell you know is kind of like the 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 guy that kind of made that path uh, a year ago to happen and so it's been good to see that. Yeah, it's nice. Well, I know they'll enjoy a trip back home, so to speak, back to uh, West Virginia. And we're looking forward to the trip also and look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thanks for your time today. Hey, buddy. Always good to talk with you, J-Mo. Have a safe trip, and we'll see you. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. That is Tony Caridi, the great voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Baylor in West Virginia comes up tomorrow evening. Uh, thankfully, it's a little bit earlier start for us coming back after the game. Maybe uh, for Tony, thankfully, also. But we'll be on the air at 5.30. This is Central Time, 6 p.m. tip-off right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television will be on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, our man King McClure doing the game on TV along with James Wessling. So uh, TV on Big 12 now on ESPN Plus Radio right here on ESPN Central Texas. Great to visit with Tony. Appreciate him and his friendship. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more. Look ahead, wrap things up, wrap up the 3 o'clock hour. When we come back, John Morris Show will continue here on ESPN Central Texas. 